It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour. This is the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. And I'm Ed Huglin, your host, a retired senior intelligence executive, along with my co-host, Major General Paul Vallelay, a West Point graduate who served a distinguished career of 31 years in the U.S. Army before he retired as Deputy Commanding General, U.S. Army Pacific. Also with us today is Lieutenant General Tom McInerney, our other co-host. He's also a West Point graduate and a former Vice Vietnam War Air Force pilot. General McInerney served as the U.S. Air Force Assistant Vice Chief of Staff. Today on the National Security Hour, we'll discuss a critical constitutional amendment how the left is seeking to upset the balance of power to advance their progressive agenda and what our strategy is to move power back to the states and back to the people as part of the Citizens Commission to Restore America efforts. To address these issues today, we're pleased and pleasured to welcome Mr. Roman Bueller. Roman is the director of the Madison Coalition, working to take power out of Washington and strengthen checks and balances on the abuse of federal power. His projects include the proposed Keep the Nine Amendment we'll discuss today, which is backed by more than 200 members of Congress. Its intent is to preserve the current number of nine justices on the U.S. Supreme Court. He served as Newt Gingrich's first U.S. House Committee Counsel for 14 years as the lead counsel for the House Republicans on election integrity issues also a very critical topic these days. His efforts to advance the new constitutional amendment is critical to ensuring the balance of power is sustained across our legislative, judicial, and executive branches. With that, let me turn to Mr. Bueller first to give us an overview of his grassroots efforts and how it's advancing our constitutional republic. Ramon, welcome. Well, thank you, Ed, for having me on the program. And, uh, uh, Paul and uh, uh, Tom, thank you so much uh, uh, for, for being a part of this. Um, uh, my background, uh, as Ed mentioned, is that I was a, a committee counsel for, for Congress uh, for many years dealing with election integrity issues. And uh, I believe that we are uh, facing an existential crisis right now, uh, which will impact uh, the future of, of the American Republic. Uh, the left's goal has always been absolute power in America. And absolute power in our political system is a pretty simple prospect. If you control the the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch, uh, there are virtually no checks uh, on your power. And the left is very dissatisfied with the current makeup of the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is acting as it should uh, as a check on the abuse of power. And so the left is now actively uh, planning uh, to expand the number of justices on the Supreme Court uh, so they can appoint a new, more progressive majority. Unfortunately, the Constitution of the United States does not specify the number of justices. 
So the left can change the number of justices simply by passing a law. Uh, 50 votes plus a vice presidential tiebreaker in the Senate, a majority of the House and a presidential signature. And we believe that to strengthen the checks and balances on the abuse of power, we need a constitutional amendment. The Keep Nine Amendment would be the shortest amendment in the history of the Constitution. Uh, it, all it says is the Supreme Court of the United States shall be composed of nine justices. And polling shows that voters would overwhelmingly favor such an amendment. Our job is to mobilize those voters, educate them about the existence of the amendment, and persuade two-thirds of Congress to propose it and three-quarters of the states to ratify it. So our first step was to make sure that this effort was bipartisan. So the group that launched this amendment effort was a bipartisan group of former state attorneys general led by a Democrat, uh, the late um, Andy Miller from Virginia. Uh, 15 former attorneys general, almost half uh, Republicans, almost half Democrats and independent. Uh, and our next step was to get this amendment introduced in Congress by a Democrat. Uh, Colin Peterson of Minnesota was the first member of Congress to support uh, the Keep Nine Amendment. And today, after an extraordinary grassroots uh, mobilization effort, we have 200 members of Congress um, who support the amendment and more than 800 state legislators and other state leaders around the country who support it as well. 19 state legislative chambers have actually passed resolutions urging Congress to propose the amendment. And a broad uh, group of conservative organizations have endorsed it. The Republican National Committee has endorsed it unanimously. Uh, Tea Party Patriots, Freedom Works, Americans for Limited Government, uh, Eagle Forum. So there is growing support for this amendment. But the average conservative activist, the average citizen has not heard of it. They know about court packing, but they don't know uh, that there is a Keep Nine Amendment to ban it. And our mission in the next year, and, and two years between now and the 2024 election is to educate every American about the threat of court packing, about the power of the Keep Nine Amendment to make sure that court packing never happens, and then to mobilize those citizens to demand that our elected officials and candidates tell voters where they stand on the amendment. Well, thank you very much for that introduction, Ramon. Let me turn to General Valley first. And, and General Valley, this is a critical time with us and the Citizens Commission to Restore America that you, Tom, and I have, have stood up. Thoughts, comments, or questions? Well, it's very critical, Ramon. I applaud you uh, and your group uh, in your efforts to do this. Uh, it needs to be done because we know the intentions uh, of the left uh, the left Democratic Party, as we may call it. Uh, it's very important here. Uh, uh, we're also working um, on uh, the governor's uh, Roman to uh, really invoke the 10th Amendment, federal rights versus states' rights. So that's another big uh, initiative of the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation. Uh, mm -hmm. But I can tell you right now, we will support and endorse what you're doing from our foundation and publicize whatever you'd like to. We have a great distribution system 
throughout the country uh, through our publications, our newsletter, and so on. So we'll be happy to support you in any way, in every way we can. Well, thank you, General. And you know, we want we want uh, informed activists around the country uh, to understand two uh, kind of political realities. One is that uh, there are a lot of folks that think, well, court packing and yeah, Democrats, they want to do it, but they'll never really have the votes. Well, what people need to understand is that the left has a strategy for packing the court and they will unleash it the moment they have 50 votes in the Senate to break a filibuster. Now, right now, 48 Democrats in the Senate have pledged to get rid of the filibuster at the first opportunity. So they need two more senators um, who will get rid of the filibuster. Fortunately, Manchin and Sinema, uh, West Virginia and Arizona, won't go, go along with it. But the Democrats are trying to replace Sinema uh, in Arizona with a progressive who will get rid of the filibuster. Uh, and they just need, uh, they just need, um, uh, if, they, if they are able to do that, uh, right now, they have 51 in the Senate, but only 49 to get rid of the filibuster. If they can replace Cinema, they have 50 votes. And when they have 50 votes, here's what they'll do. They'll get rid of the filibuster. Then they'll add Washington, D.C. as a new state, which gives them two more votes in the Senate. They might add Puerto Rico as well. It's not as clear. But with 52 votes in the Senate, uh, we think that they would have the votes they would have 50 votes plus a vice presidential tiebreaker to pack the court. And if they pack the court, they can rig the election rules so that it would be very difficult for advocates of limited government to win another election in, in our generation. So the threat is, is great. And our challenge is to get this amendment proposed and ratified before the next left's big, the left's next big majority. And, you know, you look back over the last generation and periodically the left does win these majorities. We can't win every election. So there's a very powerful argument that without this amendment, um, the left will eventually pack the court. So this is a, not just a, a, a nice to have, this is a must have for people who want to preserve limited government and constitutional government in America. The well, second political oh, well, the Roman, sec let me, go ahead. Let me interrupt you for a second. So you sure. just touched on one of General McInerney's hot buttons, election integrity. So let me bring him in there. And, and, sure. and General McInerney, uh, why don't you talk about that election integrity concerns from your perspective and any questions you have for Roman related to that, sir? Well, Roman is spot on when he said this is an existential crisis that we are facing. And uh, he's absolutely spot on and in indicating what the left, which is fundamentally the entire Democratic Party's goals are, which is absolute power. Now, what they have done, and it's becoming very obvious, uh, yesterday everybody saw that uh, the Department of Energy announced that uh, the uh, COVID-19 came from the Wuhan Virology Lab number four in uh, Wuhan, China. Well, we all knew that, of course. There was no doubt about that. Now, how does that reflect two elections? Well, that was a deliberate biological attack. It was not a pandemic. 
And if people think that was an accidental leak, they don't understand. And you see the results in 2020 in which they had in all these write-in ballots, many were illegal. Now, the, the fact is the Democratic Party, and they did it in the midterm. So uh, Trump actually won. I'm an election denier. And the reason I know that is because uh, I'm privy and open source. I was never in briefed in it uh, on the Hammer and Scorecard, which the CIA developed. And we had a whistleblower by the name of the chap who invented it, Dennis Montgomery. And uh, in 2015, and he became a whistleblower and turned it into Jim Comey, uh, Jim Baker, and the FBI. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately, when President Barack Hussein Obama became president, three weeks after he became president, he was in briefed on that. Jim Clapper and John Brennan briefed him on it, and they moved it three weeks after they took over. They moved a cookie cutter from CIA over to Fort Washington, Maryland, and started listening to people. And this is all going back to what Roman's talking about. It was a very clever uh, bit of technology that uh, they developed. And a hammer is like your iPhone. It dials into the uh, server, if you will. And uh, Scorecard is an app like you have on your iPhone, whether it's banking, whether it's travel, whatever it is. Um, and they, in the election of 2020, six battleground states were Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. They manipulated five of the six. They closed down the counting. Now, the only reason I'm going back in such detail on this, Ed and Roman, is that if you control the elections, and, and let's go to the midterms, because the midterms clearly show, uh, if, if your people were doing their homework, that the Republicans won five Senate seats. They won New Hampshire, they won Pennsylvania, they won Georgia, they won Arizona, and they won Nevada. Now, for instance, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, Dr. Oz had 330,000 votes stolen from him using cyber. That doesn't count the mail-in ballots. And uh, that's just to give you an example. And the reason this is important is um, if you, if you, there was going to be a, a red tidal wave there and they quote stymied it and they did it because they cheated. Now this is very sophisticated. They have an elaborate uh, information operations program that General Valley and I worked very hard. And I know Ed, you were well aware of what we were doing in the military. It's, it's run by the military. And so <clears throat> they have stolen these elections what you're giving them, going back to Roman's point, it's giving them more than 50 votes. <clears throat> now, but they have spent, in my estimate, over $100 million on stopping and preventing audits. Uh, so it, it's something that we've got to be extremely aware of because it's leading directly where Roman has been talking about of 
how they want to pack the court, and then they will control all three governments, uh, offices, uh, uh, legislature, judicial, and executive. That is their objective, Roman. Uh, we agree 100%, but <clears throat> the Republican Party has not been nearly as demanding. Carrie Lake is the only one that has demanded an audit. She hasn't gotten it, but she won. Now it has become very obvious that, that her competitor, Katie Hobbs, is in concert with the cartels. That came out uh, a week ago. And, and if you see what we are facing, they are working with the cartels. We have uh, open borders where we are losing Americans at the rate equal to World War II killed in action, well over 100,000 a year. And <clears throat> who is demanding? We had this lady that was on last night that lost two sons. And, and so this is the challenge of what we are facing. And so it's extremely important, Roman, what you are doing and what we are stopping. But we have got to look at these other areas and, and take them on and demand audits from every election. It'll take one week to clear this up. All you have to do is one state and, uh, and you're going to resolve it. But they have spent a lot of money and we have a corrupt judiciary in many of these states. So that is our challenge. But you're spot on, Roman, but it's only part of our challenge. Well, thank you very much there, General McInerney. And you're, you're spot on. They have a multifaceted strategy, which this is part. As we go into break here, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk more about that specifics. We'll talk more about the CCRA directive that we sent out in, in collaboration with Roman on Keep the Nine. But first, let me note that America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeart Radio Network. You can also listen on our media player from any web app, browser, anywhere in the world. We have the best-in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24 by 7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. You can find us on the NAS Security Hour Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. With that, we'll be right back. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. 
Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Mass Security Hour. Major General Valley, let's pick up where we left off and why don't you cover some of the efforts we have under the Citizens Commission to restore America that are related to Roman's efforts. Well, thank you, Ed, uh, General McInerney and Roman. Uh, over the past year, uh, as the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation has done, putting out a lot of content information uh, for the public, the feedback was, well, what are we going to do about it? We need leadership. And as I think all of you know, any kind of movement requires leadership, structure, organization, and funding. And so uh, what we decided to do was to initiate a leadership program for the country, and we called that the new movement, Restore America. And we formed a, a leadership group called the Citizens Commission to Restore America. And we launched that uh, in late December and part of the program, or the strategy, I, I should say, is that we actually give directives to government officials of what the people want. And that has never been done before, uh, as we're doing it right now. And we put these out as directives. Uh, one of the uh, uh, critical directives was uh, uh, towards the invasion of the United States, uh, taking on the cartels and how we can solve that problem. Uh, but certainly, uh, we're looking at anything constitutional. Uh, uh, part of the uh, directives uh, had to do with uh, voter integrity, for example. And certainly, I think, Ed and Tom, we can pick up Roman on in, in our uh, other directive or, our, or maybe a follow-on directive here shortly uh, regarding uh, the packing of the courts. I think that'll be a, a great uh, thing to uh, be able to publicize. So uh, with that, uh, I can say that with our foundation, we have the opportunity to reach millions of people, not only through this radio program on America Out Loud, but through publications. Uh, most of our publications, especially our newsletter, is opened in 16 different countries. So we have a great impact out there, maybe six to eight million people a week uh, that we can influence. Thanks, General Valley. Uh before I go back to Ramon, let me just, just remind the audience here at, at Stand Up America Foundation, there are now four directives out there. Uh, one is in concert with Ramon's effort, Keep the Nine. There's also the America's War Plan to Stop the Cartels. There's the Restoring America Directive, which we sent to the governors. And then there's also another directive that we, we sent out related to stop spending and wasting our money. But... General McInerney, one of the things that you brought up in the last segment related to China and, and Wuhan, there's another aspect there that we, we saw and are seeing that's taking place on Capitol Hill is the Capitol uh, 
the congressional Republicans have stood up a select committee on a strategic competition between the United States and Chinese Communist Party. And one of the things that Roman's talked about, so I'd like both of you gentlemen to weigh in here, is how the CCP has sought to disrupt and divide America and subvert our internal organizations to then cause this additional consternation. So besides what the left is doing inside America, we have the external adversaries in this general machinery. Over to you for comment, sir. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, the Chinese promulgated in 2005, the Chinese Communist Party promulgated in 2005, a new global strategy called unrestricted warfare on how they would gain global dominance and defeat the United States without using kinetic warfare, bombs and bullets. And that would be, they would use massive biological warfare as well as cyber warfare. Well, 15 years later, 2020, we get hit with a massive, quote, pandemic, which was really biological warfare from Wuhan lab number four, that we help fund, that Dr. Fauci helped fund, and uh, it killed millions of people in the world. The fact is, and then we get hit with a cyber attack on the election. Now, <clears throat> uh, this is a global strategy that the Chinese Communist Party have, in which they are have domestic Americans that are supporting them, as well as the World Economic Forum, etc. But unfortunately, it is that same left wing that Roman has been talking about in the Democratic Party that is leading this. And I point directly to Barack Hussein Obama. George Washington moved back to Mount Vernon. Barack Hussein Obama moved to Calorama. 1.2 miles next to the largest mosque in DC. And he has a, a, a classified network in his basement. Skiff. Mm -hmm. Skiff. And the fact is, <clears throat> we people are, are do not like to say this, but this is how if you if you've been involved with information ops, like uh, the three of us have been in the military, you need to have very well organized. So that's why all the key people in the, uh, in the Biden administration are former Obama people. And guess who's running it? Susan Rice is running it in the White House, in the National Security Council as a domestic advisor. And they're moving that. And so what have they done? Well, Number one, the first day in office, when this administration came in, they gave up our energy independence for green energy. Energy independence is a national security issue. No nation in the history of mankind has ever given up energy independence. Number two, they surrendered in Afghanistan. That was not a withdrawal. That was a surrender. Number three, they have open borders to the South, over 5 million people and flooding this country with another wave of biological warfare, which is the fentanyl and the over 100,000 people a year 
that we are losing. And uh, Biden has not mentioned this once to Xi Jinping and said, you stop this. You cut it off. And that's why General Valley has been leading the charge to get the military involved. We have critical race theory in the military when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is talking about white rage. Gentlemen, I had 35 years in the Air Force. I never saw white rage. I don't know what the chairman is talking about, and I know the chairman. <clears throat> Number four, mandatory vaccinations. We were kicking people out of uh, first responders, medical advisors, and military out of those services if they didn't get the mandatory vaccination, which is proven to give myocarditis and a whole host of other illnesses that come on. It was an experimental, and yet they made it mandatory. And so these are deliberate actions that, that have weakened the United States. And now with 5 million, we didn't put 5 million people, or that's about what we put in almost in the end of World War II when we uh, uh, seized Germany after Normandy invasion. Yet they have put that many people. Now, I'm not saying 5 million are all enemies. I am saying there are probably well over 2 million that are poten potential adversaries if you look at that age group. And so all these things wrapped up, Ed, is what is, uh, is challenging and why what Roman is working on is so important to the American people and to all of us, but it is part of a major campaign to destroy our Constitution. Well, well thank you, General McInerney. That's a lot to digest. And, and, and for Roman, we're going to turn over to you here, is, you know, you have the unconstitutional lockdowns, mandates, you have all the different touch points General McInerney have validly have touched on. From your perspective, having worked up on Capitol Hill for a number of years and with the current efforts you have, can you bring us back into this amendment and help us understand is, you know, if we don't address this, what happens to our first, second and other Fourth Amendment rights and other other rights? Over to you, Roman. Well, you know, it is the left's goal uh, to destroy checks and balances on their authority. So they have a number of things they want to unleash regulators to rule by. Uh, by regulatory decree. Uh, they have no respect uh, for people's, uh, many of them have no respect for people's uh, First Amendment rights. Of course, they want to undermine and eventually destroy uh, Second Amendment rights as we understand them. And the only check on the left's ability to uh, take away people's right to self-defense uh, and uh, to protect themselves from, from regulatory tyranny is, in fact, an independent Supreme Court. You know, you you touched on something very important, which is we we are sometimes encouraged to look to Washington, D.C. for leadership. But leadership in a, a self-governing republic like ours doesn't necessarily come from Washington. It comes from grassroots people who uh, demand uh, that government uh, do what they were elected to do, which is to serve the people. And there's always a certain amount of resistance from politicians who would rather keep power in Washington rather than give it back to states and the people. And so my appeal to listeners on this program is to be part of a grassroots movement that will help take uh, power in America back from politicians in Washington 
and restore more of it to states and people. So people that want to help, right? I want to give people an action, an action agenda. First thing is educate yourself about the Keep Nine Amendment. You can go to our website, keep9.org. Google it. You can learn a lot about the amendment. The second is demand that the elected officials and candidates who are asking for your vote and your support tell you where they stand on the Keep Nine Amendment to ban court packing. And if they say they support it, demand that they tell you what they're doing to promote it, to educate people about it. And the third thing that people who want to help can do is to spread the word about this amendment on your social media networks to people you know, by email, by going to events and saying to people, have you heard about the Keep Nine Amendment uh, to ban court packing and preserve nine judges on the Supreme Court. And for people that want to learn more about how they can be a part of this grassroots effort, I encourage you to email us at leaders at keep9.org. That's leaders at keep9.org. You can use the number or spell it out, doesn't matter. Because we're building a grassroots movement of people who individually in their own states and communities uh, can make a difference. And, you know, we need to teach Americans that self-government isn't just about voting. It isn't just about supporting the politicians that you like best. It's about making those politicians do what you think is important and mobilizing people all over the country to force politicians in Washington to give up the power to manipulate the size of the Supreme Court is the first step in what we hope will be a larger movement, um, not only to preserve the independence of the Supreme Court, but to take away the power of Washington bureaucrats to rule by decree and to take away the power of politicians in Washington to bankrupt the country by spending without limits. Well, thanks, Vermont. You know, and so when I, I turn to General Valley here next, and, and so Paul, one of the things that that uh, Roman may not understand is that you and General McInerney were the brain trust behind set, setting up our Citizens Commission to Restore America, a grassroots effort in parallels. And and what I see in our strategy that we put together in the in the CCRA, along with Roman's strategy, is is really exercising the power of the people and bringing the power back to states. And, and one of the key areas that General Valley has been leading the charge on, it just came up uh, recently, I think it's going to come up again in the next couple of weeks in, in the Capitol Hill, is again, the border and border security. And so General Valley, why don't you talk a little bit about your concerns there and some of the war plans you, you're looking, you've put forth and efforts that we put forth on CCRA there. Because if, if as General McInerney says, we continue to get, this flood of, of illegals into the country with the other disruptions aspect, all these things are not standalone. Over to you, General Valley. Well, thank you, Ed. Uh, uh, what I'm going to focus on here is the 10th Amendment. And in our final segment, Ed, I want to talk about the 6th Amendment and the, the January Sixers. But, uh, Ramon, what we have to understand, and, we, and you do, uh, the 10th Amendment, states' rights versus federal rights. The governors could be doing a lot more, particularly along the border. Uh, the sheriffs can be doing a lot more. The sheriffs can deputize as many people as they want to. Uh, but the states need to really reject the overreach of the federal government. 
in energy, for example, all the states could be generating whatever energy they want to. They don't have to listen to the federal government or to the Department of Energy. They have the freedom to do that. The restriction that we have on, uh, um, on goods and services, for example, uh, where we have a dictate coming down on what you can eat, what you can do. So the governors really need to have more incentive in invoking the Tenth Amendment. Uh, when we look at the border, I mean, the governors could uh, use their reserve, their uh, national guard. That that's a state asset. But you have the uh, these two star generals. Uh, basically, they're they're falling in line with Department of Defense uh, tells them because they're afraid they'll get cut off uh, with any support revenues. But yet we're sending a lot of our National Guard, for example, uh, uh, overseas uh, in these uh, different uh, conflicts in areas uh, uh, that we have no business being in, for example. So uh, the Tenth Amendment really needs to be followed a lot more. Uh, on the border, uh, General McInerney knows, uh, we've been playing defense. We gave Trump a plan in 2017 um, to take care of that. I know three generals right now that could develop an op plan to take the cartels down in seven days. We know where they're at. A joint military operation, special operation, could be conducted two o'clock in the morning. We can take them out of business very quickly. So it's a national security threat. It's a national security mission, but the generals and admirals are doing nothing about it, doing nothing about it. And white rage Millie, as Joe McInerney <laughs> pointed out, the, the only white rage I see is General Milley <laughs> at the chairman's, chairman's seat there. So what I'm saying is we've got to get the governors more involved, the sheriffs more involved at the grassroots level. Uh, and that's all part of the people supporting their local towns and cities and their sheriffs. But a lot of the sheriffs, of course, are political as well. So, Well, thank you, General Valley, and, and spot on points. And so when we come back, uh, we'll turn to Roman and we'll start out with get your take, Roman, on the 10th Amendment. But also then, as General Valley says, we'll look at the 6th Amendment and the January 6ers and what's going on there. Uh, with that, be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts and videos so we can help share America's future. That's AmericaOutloud.com. We'll be right back. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. over to you. Roman, why don't you discuss the Tenth Amendment and your views of what it can be done to help the American people 
keep our constitution. Well, thank you, General. Um, you know, I had a uh, I had a, a, a unexperience when I worked in Congress. Uh, we were uh, working on a bill uh, to for- reform uh, American elections, and the left uh, had a, a strategy for expanding the power of the federal government to control elections. And I went to uh, some uh, some of the Republican leadership, and I said, "Look, we can't do this expansion of federal power. We're Republicans." And what I was told was, well, the states don't matter. We're going to do what we're going to do, but the states don't matter. And I realized then that our problem was not just uh, with the left, but there are elements uh, in the Republican Party that didn't want to uh, take power out of Washington and give it back to the people. And so you talked about the Tenth Amendment. Tenth Amendment is a very, very, very powerful tool. But the problem is that it's vague. It's hard to discern just from a plain reading uh, what uh, what it means. Uh, not hard for people with common sense, but hard for lawyers. <laughs> and so to have an effective Tenth Amendment, we need a Supreme Court that will interpret it, the Tenth Amendment the way the authors of the Constitution interpreted it, that the powers not given to the federal government explicitly are reserved uh, to the states and respectively uh, to the states and the people. And so the the importance of the Keep Nine Amendment uh, to preserve nine justices on the Supreme Court is that it will prevent the Supreme Court from becoming a mere puppet of politicians in Washington. And governors are crucial uh, in this effort because governors can mobilize uh, public opinion and the and influencer opinion in their states, if they're willing to stand up for their states. Now, I don't know uh, a, a governor uh, that thinks that uh, their state ought to be ruled from Washington, but increasingly that's what's going to happen unless we have a Supreme Court that will support governors in their efforts uh, to protect the constitutional rights of their citizens from federal government overreach. And so one of the things that citizens can do, not just reach out to their members of Congress, but reach out to their governors and say, are you part of this coalition to preserve nine justices on the Supreme Court? Will you support the Keep Nine Amendment? And if some staffer says, well, that's a federal issue, said, absolutely, it's not a federal issue, because if you don't have an independent Supreme Court governor, you're not going to be able to protect the constitutional rights of our citizens. No, very good, Ramon. And and with that, you know, one of the directives we sent out was restoring America to the U.S. governors. And in that, Ramon, we highlight uh, the things we're talking about here today. For example, declaring an invasion, which the governors can do. Only one governor has done that so far. Second, protecting freedom of religion and expression and protecting our right to bear arms. The infringement of constitutional rights, all of which we're talking here, but all these different aspects here hinge on having a Supreme Court that follows the Constitution. But there's other issues that are propping up in terms of citizens' rights and the constitutional rights. So let me go to General Valle here, and and he has some comments on the Sixth Amendment, what's been happening with the January 6th elements. Sir. Well, thank you, Ed. Um, What I'm going to tell you uh, is is, uh, confidential uh, just for now. But um, the week before last, I had an opportunity to talk to six of the uh, 
residents of the D.C. Gulag, all uh, military veterans, by the way. Uh, and I promised them I would work towards an initiative to get them out of incarceration because the Sixth Amendment is totally being violated. They are trying several of these, I think five now, uh, in a jury uh, in the D.C. area. Uh, the jury poll is made up of uh, Department of Justice staffers and uh, other individuals uh, uh, appointed or directed, I guess, by Muriel Bowser. And uh, they'll tell you uh, that uh, the court's packed with left wing. They actually, at the end of five, that have ended up in federal uh, penitentiaries, by the way, these jurors actually gave the finger, finger, to these young men that were being tried in this jury. And so when you have a jury packed with no one uh, who is, uh, uh, what would you say the right word is, um, the jury pool, there's a word for it I'm missing here. It's compromised, they're biased. Well, yeah, they're biased, but they're supposed to be a jury of their peers, I guess I'm looking yes. for it. So anyhow, what we've done, uh, we put together a 30-minute uh, 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 video that uh, we will launch nationally and to Congress, asking and directing the Congress to immediately issue subpoenas to these inmates so they can testify in front of Congress to the world as to what is happening there. One uh, young soldier, Marine, uh, has cancer. They put him in a gulag uh, cell for 12 days without any kind of treatment. But when you hear the testimony are in the video, uh, you will be absolutely set aside as to what injustices are being Ameri done to our American people in violation of, of the Sixth Amendment. The name of uh, the project is Operation Jericho, Operation Jericho 2023. You may remember uh, Jericho in World War II in 1944 uh, was going into a German prison and releasing a lot of the mercenaries and French that were incarcerated there. Um, and that's uh, Jericho's a biblical name, of course, and that's what we're rallying around. So I will provide all of you, and we will be posting that uh, nationwide uh, within the next five days. We have a two to three minute um, sort of teaser promoter that we'll send out to different radio stations and TV. But uh, we're destined here to get these people released back into society because their rights have been violated. So if you have any questions on that, I'll be happy to answer them. Well, th thank you very much, General Valley. Uh, General McInerney, what, what General Valley just mentioned was the abridgment of constitutional rights for many folks who were service members, who are service members. But that abridgment of constitutional rights doesn't stop there, does it? I mean, you've been involved, sir, with a number of efforts at the academies and how the academies are then pushing indoctrination, pushing CRT, pushing the unconstitutional vaccination in the academies and, and what they're doing to our military overall and recruitment and such. Would you like to comment on that, sir? Yeah, Ed, thank you very much. Uh, the fact is none of us would have ever thought when we came into services, and me, it was 63 years ago, uh, would have ever thought that we would have seen what we are now seeing. This has never happened before. And that's why, Roman, 
what what you're doing this has never happened well they they tried to pack the court in the 30s i i admit that but now this is a a uh, organized strategy across the whole federal government that they have focused on and they're whittling away on the individuals and most most americans do not understand it and that's why i say this is more dangerous than the Civil War, World War I and World War II, because in those three great wars, Americans knew we were at war, but now they do not understand that we are at war. We are at war with a domestic enemy. We are at war with a international enemy, the uh, Chinese Communist Party. We are at war, war with the World Economic Union, uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, George Soros. And all these, and and the fact is, realizing that, and, and close friends of mine, you know, uh, they sound like you're a tin hat. And I said, no, this has never happened before. Now, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, I've made some interesting inroads on people, and I can't give you their names, that now realize all this is concerted to destroy our constitution and take our liberties. And of course, Roman, what you are working on, the uh, packing of the nine, the court is just one part of that. And uh, it's all organized against us. And the American people, we the, we the people are going to be the ones that are going to have to stand up and counter this. And that's why, that's what we're doing now. And uh, that's why coming together with you, Roman, is so important as we bring these different groups of American people that understand in the certain segments of our government what they are doing and what we must do, what we must do to counter it. But fundamentally, if you lose elections illegally, then we're not going to win. And so we need to demand audits. It's that simple. That is, that is the uh, fundamental part of what our challenge is. And, and the American people, it's foundational. If you do not have legitimate constitutional elections, you, we are going to lose this republic. That is foundational on everything we do. That's, that's absolutely spot on, General Mackinac. Well said, well said General. Yes, and, and what... What this cognitive war that we're in is is happening. It's it's a multifaceted. And as General McInerney pointed out, we have to remember over the last six years, everything from the Russian collusion to the dossier to the Hunter Biden laptop to the use of social media, the censor and stuff, all these things were true. We knew it then, many Americans did, but the media covered it up. Yeah. And now it's all being coming on out. It's all coming on out. And this election security stuff is just part of that. So, so yeah. Ramon, from your perspective, one of the and things. Let we, me, uh, Ed, go ahead, before sir. we go to Ramon, I just wanted to uh, remind Ramon or tell him we have four books out now uh, America's Endgame for the 21st Century, a blueprint for victory to restore America, basically. And then we have Reality Prism and then Mindless War. They're all on Amazon. So we're publishing all the thoughts we're talking about today in those books. And the first chapter of America's Endgame for the 21st century is the spiritual awakening of America. 
So anyhow, with that, uh, go, go ahead, uh, Roman. Well, you know, you talk about election integrity, and uh, we all remember um, when uh, uh, the left tried to steal a presidential election back in 2000, uh, and it was the Supreme Court uh, that, uh, that made sure that the election couldn't be stolen. Um, and also, uh, it was a respected Supreme Court that was able to bring America together uh, on, uh, on election issues where people disagree. And I think it is the goal of our foreign adversaries uh, not only to undermine America uh, from within, uh, but to destroy the institutions uh, that keep America united. Uh, if our adversaries overseas can do to us uh, what, uh, what international pressure did uh, to the Soviet Union, uh, basically broke it up into component parts. If the left can do that to the United States uh, and the international, our international adversaries uh, will be the victors. And so preserving an independent Supreme Court is both about preserving election integrity in this country but it's also about preserving the unity of the country when, as inevitably happens, divisive issues come up. And I just want to, as we come to the close of this, I want to talk about what I think is the one of the left's greatest deceptions uh, that they're going to try to perpetrate on the American people uh, in 2024. They are going to try to pretend that they are not interested in packing the court. They saw uh, what happened to them in 2020. Uh, when they were out front about their intentions. And so in 2022, many of the major Democratic candidates said they were against court packing, and they will try to repeat that strategy in 2024. And our antidote is very simple. Any Democrat that says they're not interested in court packing should be asked, well, if you're not for court packing, will you support a constitutional amendment first introduced in Congress by a Democrat to make sure court packing can never happen. And at that point, Democrats will have three very unappealing alternatives. One is they can say, well, I oppose the amendment, which of course makes clear that they're for court packing. Uh, the second is they can say they support it. and We can welcome them to our bipartisan coalition. But what many of them will do is refuse to tell the voters where they stand. And then it will be clear to voters, not only that these individuals probably want to pack the court, but that they're not being honest with the American people. And so we think that demanding that elected officials tell us where they stand on the Keep Nine Amendment could actually be one of the decisive issues that determines who controls Congress and the White House in 2024. And that's why we want to build a national grassroots effort uh, for this amendment. And that's why we hope people who are interested will email us at leaders at keep9.org and get involved in this broad citizens movement uh, to save our country uh, from the destruction of the Constitution. And, uh, why don't we take this on as a directive, uh, along with some of the other ones we have lined up? Exactly, General Valley. So we've we've worked with Roman. We've put out the 3-23 uh, directive, keep the nine. But uh, Roman, what what uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here, and then go around the horn here very quickly. In the last two minutes we have is, what are your top three items for election security that you would think that we should put in directives or focus on to help ensure on another front this stuff? And then 
get General McInerney and Valley's comments very quickly on on those inputs from the last uh, last two minutes here. Back to you, Ramon. So there are many issues, but if I were to pick one, it is to demand that every state require a government issued photo ID to cast a ballot, whether in person um, or by mail. Number two, I believe that we have to demand that every state um, clean up its voter rolls, take off of the rolls uh, people who have not voted uh, in many, many years, take off of the rolls uh, people who um, are not uh, not living where, uh, where, where they're registered to vote. Um, and the third thing is I believe that we need to get rid of any electronic voting machine that does not produce a voter verified paper audit trail. Every, after every election, um, auditors ought to be able to go and count the paper ballots that have actually been looked at by the voters. Uh, and machines can produce these ballots, but they have to be audited, they have to be verified by the individual that cast the ballot. And if we do those three things, voter ID, clean up the voter rolls, and get rid of electronic voting machines that don't produce a voter verified paper audit trail, we can begin uh, to clean up elections. And I believe all of those issues would be overwhelmingly supported uh, by voters, and we can demand that states do them. Thank you. And, and uh, due to time, General McInerney, 30-second response, please. Spot on, Roman. That's all I got. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's been a round, roundabout uh, discussion today. It's been fantastic. So let me again thank Mr. Roman Bueller for joining us today on the National Security Hour, part of the America Out Loud radio network, sponsored by www.standupamericaus.org. Be sure to make America Out Loud your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. You can contact Mr. Bueller and support his efforts to keep the nine by going to www.keepnine.org. That's spell it out, keepnine.org. And with that, thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. 